quick yeah <laughs> quick quick fast you know because uh we're talking about shredding and 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 building muscle today are we yeah i'll ask you a question please can you gain muscle while you're cutting well that's what we're gonna dive into a little bit but is it a yes or no question i'm gonna say yes you reckon yes? yes yeah depends on the individual i i would say and i would say tough yeah, yeah. tough to do like I'm going to dodge the question and say you could gain muscle in your calves while shredding your stomach, but then you'll just be lopsided. <laughs> what? What? Uh, um, okay, anyway, Hal. Uh, <laughs> quick, quick answer, straight up front. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> wow. Have any of us really answered the question? Look, for I guess it, it's a age-old question, like all of the topics we attack. And for some sports, you actually do need to cut weight. Um, like I, I know in jiu-jitsu and any sort of fighting sports, there's different weight categories. Powerlifting, there's weight yep. categories. Um, bodybuilding, you don't actually have to... Oh, there is. Well, there's weight categories, but you also need to get your body composition down to a certain level yeah. while still holding muscle mass. So, Plenty of NBA players as well have improved their game just by losing weight to get more athletic. I think, I think though, there should be a clear distinction between losing weight and losing fat. Well, yes. Right. And that is the point we're making we should make up front yeah so you know losing weight uh for example if you're cutting for uh you know um a weight-based sport like you know fighting boxing mma mm-hmm. um powerlifting typically to do that you'd, you'd probably do a, something called a water cut you know where you dehydrate yourself a little bit and you don't really lose much fat although you know you might be in a calorie deficit for a little, a little bit different strategies to achieve that but um yeah what we're talking about is you know Doing a doing a shred, we're trying to actively lose some fat mm-hmm. and trying to build some muscle at the same time. So, mm. you know, have you ever done anything like that personally? Oh, look, I've I've gone through phases where you're sort of um, in calorie surplus. I've gone through phases where you're you've got sort of maintenance calories to stick around the same way, and then I've gone through phases where I've set up a nutritional training program to to lose body fat. But every time I've gone into that phase of losing body fat. I would say I would lose muscle, muscle size as well. And, and that is tough to gauge. That's why probably an important thing is actually getting correct measurements of body fat percentages because there's the illusion, right? You could be a 90 kilo guy and, and if you want to walk around at 8 to 10% body fat, which is pretty lean, might, you might be under, just under 80 kilos. But um, when you're losing 10 kilos of body fat off the entire body, it actually feels like you're losing muscle tissue as well. You feel smaller. Mm. When in actual fact, you could have sort of measurements done and you could be a very similar muscle mass to when you started. And I guess that that would... Can you gain muscle while in calorie deficit should be the, the question. Well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but basically, you know, that, that's the logic that uh, everybody's been talking about for a long time. Um, you know, to lose weight just be in a calorie deficit to um to gain weight you've got to be in a calorie surplus and you know um what does that mean you know for people that are still kind of uh understanding these terms calorie deficit means you know you're burning more calories than you consume Mm -hmm. calorie surplus means you're consuming more calories than you burn with with powerlifting you guys are actually (laughs) when you when you're going for a powerlifting meet you're actually actively trying to lose body fat leading into the comp while getting stronger and and as a result of getting stronger you you could be putting on more muscle tissue how how uh, does cutting weight 
yeah. impact that strength gain and, and, and muscle gain? I wouldn't say you're actively losing body fat, you know, because, you know, f- fat is anesthetic, you know, it's yep. not really. Um, um, so, a what go- are you losing? Goal. What are you, what, how are you getting under that weight category? Well, a, lo- a lot of that comes to, to dehydration, you know. Um, so, a water cut again. A water cut, yeah. But, you know, a lot of people, there's different uh, federations and different competitions out there where you weigh in 24 hours before, two hours before. And, you know, depending on how much water you cut, your performance may be compromised to that, to different extents. Mm-hmm. What, how, can you just spell that for me? I'm very unfamiliar with water cutting. How do you do that? Is that just not drinking any water and trying to sweat as much as possible? There's there's multiple ways to do it, right? It's, um, it's generally done over a one-week process. Mm-hmm. It sounds unpleasant. Yeah. So, so just think about like sodium and water manipulation. Having salt at the right time, cutting salt at the right time. Having a lot of water at the right time and having no water at the right time. So it's timing as well. So you yeah. want, you want you want to establish like the, the week leading into a water cut, mm-hmm. you actually start to consume the beginning of the week you're actually consuming one and a half twice the amount of water that you naturally would drink in a day Mm -hmm. you might also start to add some salt or eating high sodium foods and and what your body over the over the when you're consuming more water and more sodium your body becomes more efficient at sort of getting rid of that that water it's it's getting rid of it at a at a higher rate now because you're Mm -hmm. taking more in and then as you get towards the end of the week, closer to a sort of a, uh, a weight cut, you might back right off on the sodium and start to taper back on the water. And you might introduce things like potassium into your diet, which, which can act as sort of a natural diuretic and actually mm-hmm. help you to flush the water out. So in, in essence, your body becomes super efficient at getting rid of this water. And then all of a sudden you're cutting the water out a day couple of days out you might start to taper down and your body still continues to flush this water out at the same rate as the beginning of the week mm-hmm. add on to that for fighters they jump in the sauna and then they they get rid of any sort of extra um yeah. water weight i like to do a hot bath you know just get in there and actually dehydrate your hips yeah um but then, you know, there's, there's many different strategies to do so a water many. cut. That, that's like a typical bodybuilder or a fighter style yeah. weight cut for powerlifting. It might be different. Pretty, pretty similar as well. Um, you know, I, when I went to the, the GPC World Champs um, in, in Vegas a few years ago, I, I saw this massive Russian guy. And I was like, oh, what weight class are you in? He's like, uh, under 74. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I was competing against this guy and he ended up winning. And then... We're talking on Google Translate because you can speak English. And uh, huh. I was like, how did you lose so much weight? He's like, did not eat, did not drink. I was like, oh, shit. So <laughs> what, is, what does that do to your strength levels, though? Well, You're not going to lose muscle in a, a day and a bit. Yeah. Well, obviously, it didn't affect him too much. But, you know, um, it will affect your, your recovery and things significantly. Mm. But we are off topic. You know, we we're, are. we're not talking about water cuts here. No. We're talking about... So we're talking about decreasing body fat. While putting on lean muscle. Yeah, and I think that distinction is should be pretty pretty clear. You know, body weight and sports and manipulating, manipulating your weight, you can do a lot there. But when, when talking about body fat, you know, the way to lose fat is you need to be in a calorie deficit. Uh-huh. So, you know, how can you build muscle? You want, you want to be in a calorie surplus to build muscle, right? And this is why, you know, a lot of guys throughout the year, um, throughout history, go through what we call bulking and cutting phases, you know. Mm. Maybe bulk in the winter, shred for summer. You know, you heard, you hear about this, meat you know, heads. anecdotally all the time. Yeah, meatheads. Less so in the last few years. I think most most people are trying to stay fairly, relatively lean these days. But back old school, it was exactly like that. Yeah. yeah. There's this 
three-month block of bulking where they just eat everything and anything. And, and, and bulking shouldn't be like that. You should just be eating clean, not eating what you normally eat, but just increasing the portion sizes. So you're still eating clean, but you're just increasing those portion sizes. So you might be in a 500 to 1,000 calorie surplus rather than sort of a maintenance amount of calories. And I think the same principle comes in if you're looking to to lose body fat, you obviously need to be in a calorie deficit um, to achieve that. And I think the question for me is not can you gain muscle while cutting, can you maintain the muscle mass you already have while getting as lean as possible? Yeah, well... That's the optimal result, I reckon. There's actually... um Two parts to this answer. Here so, um, you know, there are some <laughs> situations where you you can actually uh, build muscle while you're while you're you're losing fat. Well, tell me because I'm in this process now. I'm trying okay. to get under 85 kilos. Well, and I'm losing muscle. Well, all, th- all three of these uh, scenarios won't work for you. Okay, excellent. Uh, the first one is if you're an untrained individual, right? Yes. So if you're untrained and you just start lifting weights, it's possible for you to burn fat and build muscle at the same time because the, the impact of training on your body is going to be so large that, you know, your nutrient partitioning is going to, uh, you know, make this protein go to your muscles, um, you know, with a bit more priority and you're not going to exactly, uh, you know, uh, y- your, your rate of anabolism to catabolism, you know, your, um, you know, your rate of muscle protein synthesis, the muscle protein breakdown is going to be heavily fav- favored into the anabolic side, which means you're going to build muscle, um, Eat and lose fat potentially at the same time. So new trainer can be achieved. Yep. Naturally, you will gain muscle when you start weight training, even if you are probably in a calorie deficit. You're naturally going to that that just additional stress to, to the muscle that it hasn't experienced before will, will cause muscle gain. What's the second scenario? Yeah. The second scenario is if you're very overweight or obese. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you're very overweight and obese, you know you can be in a calorie deficit, and you, if you're doing some resistance training, lifting weights, you have so many, so much stored calories in your body fat that um, you know it's um, your nutrient partitioning as well is going to be uh, you know in favor of uh, of um, of preserving this muscle mass and you know getting rid of all the stored fat. You know, this uh, I've heard this report of this guy very overweight individual that didn't eat for a year. It's like a proper medical case study. I've heard this too. And um, one year, not eating, and he survived. That's how much stored calories, you know, people have. His body just lived off his body fat. It kind of makes sense when you think about it, but fuck, it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah, pretty crazy. Hmm. But, you know... um, Do you reckon he's hungry or do you reckon he just got used to it? I'd say he'd be hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't eat for four hours I'm hungry. (laughs) A year is like, you know, something else. That's but one committed man, but obviously not the recommended way, but no. he did yeah. it. So, you know, like a lot of people, uh, a lot of bigger guys that, you know, might be scared of becoming a bit wimpy if they start losing all their, all their weight, I would say that's less of a consideration. You know, if you do have a lot of, you know, body fat that's stored, um, you know, things are in your favor when it comes to cutting and building muscle at the same time. Is there a third scenario? There is a third scenario. Anabolic steroids, you know, if you take steroids. (laughs) 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 Well, you know, steroids uh, shift this uh, muscle protein synthesis, muscle protein breakdown in in an unachievable way by normal means. And, you know, that's going to be, you know, it's going to be possible to build muscle and burn fat at the same time. Yeah. And look, you you see those guys, they generally 
kick off their higher dosages leading into a bodybuilding show and they, they, they'll grow into the show. Mm. Um, so they're That's getting terrible. leaner and they're growing. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that so is yeah. probably the, uh, the, the only option for a trained individual. If, yeah. if you're a trained individual, if you've been training for years and years and you sort of get a fair idea of the amount of calories it takes to put on a little bit of muscle, um, it, it, it is tough to lose body fat and, and maintain that, that muscle. Um, probably the safest and the easiest way to do it is, is to do it over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not setting yourself this eight-week goal to lose all the majority of your body fat in eight weeks because you're definitely going to lose muscle tissue. You're definitely going to get weaker. Um, yeah, you know, for, for trained individuals, it's hard. Mm. The easiest scenario would obviously be an untrained obese individual on steroids. Yeah, I almost wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, for, for guys like us that are, you know, quite familiar with training, it, it's, it is very hard to, you know, shift this in your favor of, you know, building muscle and losing fat at the same time. Mm. But there are a few strategies you can use, right? Go for it. Number one, resistance training, you know, lifting heavy weights. Mm-hmm. Um, because the impact of, uh, you know, resistant training, heavy, heavyweights is, is going to have, um, you know, it, it has this, um, this effect that, um, you know, your muscle protein synthesis is, imp- is going to have, uh, you know, uh, a big in- anabolic impact after, after resistance training. Regardless so whether you're doing high volt, like here sorry, we go. high weight. I knew you'd ask that. I knew, I knew I you'd knew ask, you would ask yeah. that because what? every young guy asks that. Yeah, it's like, of, I'm going to start a cut. Now, all of a sudden, I've gone from lifting heavy weight, six to eight reps, getting stronger, getting bigger, and mm. I want to cut now, so I'm going to start doing lighter weight for 15 to 20 reps. Yeah, hypertrophy. Wrong. Is that that oh. doesn't work? Wrong. Oh. Keep, keep lifting heavy weight mm-hmm. in the rep range that whatever your target rep range is in your periodized plan, don't change your training. But if I'm, if I'm planning on doing hypertrophy anyway for the purpose of gaining size and strength, that won't work against a cut, will it? You can gain muscle by lifting very light weights for a lot of reps or yeah. by lifting heavy weights for less reps. I'm familiar with that. I'm just saying is lifting heavier weights for less reps, is that better for cutting or well, it's, it's does it not it's, matter? It's different for, other, for many people and it mm-hmm. depends what your goal is. I wouldn't adjust my training. I would adjust my diet yeah. Yeah. initially. Okay. Yeah. So, so, you know... As long as you're doing some kind of resistance training, you're going to be, you're going uh, to be fine. You're going to have a muscle building yeah. effect. Right? Oh, it's not for me. I'm, it, I'm already shredded. I'm fine with that. Uh, <laughs> but if it's, if it's part you're of your... You're literally the least shredded guy in the room. <laughs> <laughs> if it's part of your periodization plan, then, then yeah, you can shift. To, but I wouldn't all of a sudden go, oh, I'm cutting now, so I'm going to lift lighter weights for higher reps. Yeah. I, that's, just, that's a bit of a nut, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, uh, fun fact, it actually takes... It's actually harder to recover from lighter weights than heavier weights. I, rec- I felt more sore recently just doing my hypertrophy exercises. Than yeah. you, you will any time you shift your program up and mm. your body's not adapted to that type of exercise, and that's what you should do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would not be my go-to strategy. Yeah. My um, go-to strategy would be calorie maintenance, yeah. and it would be shaving, first ascertaining what your maintenance calories are throughout mm-hmm. the day. So if you're a 2,500 calories a day is what helps you to stay at your current weight while doing all the activity that you do, mm-hmm. then you might shave a, a couple hundred, 300 calories off that. So you're now consuming 2,200 calories while keeping all of your activity the same. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen is you, you, you are going to lose some body fat, mm-hmm. but eventually you're going to hit a plateau. Yeah. 
Um, and eventually your body weight's dropping. So you, your body actually requires less calories mm-hmm. the lighter you get. True. So that needs to be adjusted as well. And, you know, a common mistake that people make uh, after losing weight is, you know, they, they return back to their original, um, you know, the original level at the start of the diet. And that's how many calories, um, you know, they, they might be having. But, you know, if you think about the impact, you're actually just a lighter person now at the end of the cut. Um, so this calorie surplus is going to be much bigger. Like say you want 2,000 calories at the start um, um, and, you know, 1,500 by the end. Obviously, it's like a, a lightweight individual. And then, um, you know, if you if you jump back to 200 straight away, you're going to be in a, a, a massive calorie surplus. You know, you've got to gradually get there. Mm. That's how a lot of people screw up their um, their bodies after a cut and they, they have this massive weight rebound. Yeah. And by, by just slicing a like a little bit off your sort of overall daily calorie intake. It's manageable. It's manageable and you're not, you're not, it's not to the point where you're going to lose massive amounts of weight mm-hmm. quickly uh, and, and you've got more, you're going to have more success in maintaining muscle mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. getting stronger and, and, and bigger can be a- achieved. Sure. That'd be the safe and the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Well, there's one other very important nutritional strategy, mm-hmm. protein, right? Pro- yes. Protein has a muscle sparing effect. You know, if you're training hard, if you're on a calorie deficit, it has this effect of, of sparing your muscles, you know. Um, protein obviously stimulates muscle, muscle protein synthesis, specifically some of these amino acids in there, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're really extreme, you know, not even extreme, if you're really, you know, um, careful, uh, you could look at specific amino acids like BCAAs, you know, uh, one, 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 Silver protein is, you know, 140 to 150 calories. I mean, one protein shake. Um, whereas, you know, BCA is going to have significantly less calories because, you know, you're just getting those specific amino acids. So those can al- those are things that can also help, you know, preserving muscle. Getting total amount of protein in the day correct and um, um, and having, you know, the correct amount of amino acids. So if, uh, you're, uh, cutting, if you're cutting calories, you suggest cutting uh, carbs and or fat first. Yeah. I'd be tinkering with carbs and fats first mm-hmm. and leaving your protein the same. Cool. Yeah. Definitely. Or even, you know, if it's a big consideration and you're really, you know, thinking about getting into serious calorie deficit over time, uh, you know, look at increasing your protein. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So. Cool. Yeah, you can play around with the different macronutrient profiles and you whether you're a low-carb guy or a low-fat guy, it doesn't matter. Just um, as long as you're consuming less calories. Mm. Um, yeah, you can play around with it and see what, mm-hmm. what's best for you. And yeah. you mentioned BCAAs. Are there any other good subs for it? Um, for cutting in particular? For cutting in particular, you know, there are some other amino acids like carnitine and choline and inositol, which, which also have a pretty good uh, um, effect. I know we've got some supplements on the table. Oh, <laughs> how did they get there? I didn't even see that bright Where did red these packaging. Come from? <laughs> but yeah, you know, these are po- popular with people that are, are shredding, um, mm-hmm. you know, helping to, to metabolize that fat. So you hear the people, I just want to address this as well, you hear the people, they start to, they go on a diet and it's like, I've lost five kilos in a week, right? Yeah. Why? It's not body fat. Nah. Like, I think there's been plenty of studies that show that you can lose sort of somewhere about a half a kilo a week in body fat. If that's like sort of up, up towards the max. It's going to be different depending on how much body fat you carry and your activity level, but generally half a kilo a week is, is the achievable sort of rate for most average people. Hmm. So they need people need to be aware that when you are cutting calories, and especially from carbohydrates, you will automatically, your body will 
will reduce weight and it's mainly water weight because yeah. carbohydrates they hold like double their weight in water right or is it yeah, yeah they, they help hold quite a bit of water but also you know you have glycogen in your muscles and you know um you have like one kilo of liver glycogen or something so right. um you know when you're carbohydrate depleted you actually lose this you know you use this glycogen first and then that's why um you you have this instant weight loss when you when you jump on a carb uh, low carb or restricted carb diet yeah another important thing is probably don't judge by you can you can use the scales as a guide but i wouldn't use them as your overall guide to losing fat yeah i mean there's so many different fat tests now skin fold tests and all these bioimpedance machines and what what are the yeah well there's there's so many different things you know yeah. dexa scans always dexa a, stand, a yeah. good one but um you know tracking is quite important as well mm. yeah. so you know i wouldn't say don't ever measure yourself you know do keep keep tracks so you know what yeah what you're doing measure your biceps from time to time um <laughs> <laughs> what what is a healthy body fat like body fat level range in in like a trained person average trained person like where should we be aiming to stay most of the time um you know i would say 10 to 15 is is, is a good range 10 mm-hmm. to 15 percent body fat um um, Generally, people tend to underestimate what their body fat percentage is. Correct. You know, a lot of people do underestimate significantly what their body fat is. We just had a, we just got off the phone, and a fighter just pr- said his body fat level was at three percent. Yeah, but you know, sometimes you, it's you know, you look at a measurement and and things, and it, it might might tell you something like that, and you know, you you repeat it. So uh, as long as you're using that same method of measurement, it will give you an indication as as to your results. It might might not be an accurate result, the actual number, but, it's but it will. You if you're getting better or worse. Yeah, that's it. And, you That's know, the it. other thing is, you know, calipers, uh, skin fold test, um, it's also quite a popular way to, to test your body fat. Um, m- making sure you get the same person to measure that is, is also quite important. I was actually like a subject in a clinical trial um, measuring my body fat on a low-carb diet. And they, you know, they made sure that the, the same person measured me every single time. Otherwise, you know, that's just another variable because there's a big difference between people measuring skin folds. A lot How'd of you go in that trial? Uh, oh yeah, so um, he ended up with a hole in his leg. Nah, that that that's a different trial. Oh. Um, so uh, it's like a human guinea pig. This tw- guy, twelve uh-huh. weeks on a low carb diet and powerlifting. So you know, you accept. Um, Came tw- last. No, no. <laughs> uh, basically, I didn't really. Um, I didn't. Tr- uh, I didn't control for calories. Just control for carbs. Didn't really lose much fat, but um, my strength stayed the same. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I lost, you know, a non significant amount of fat, which was still. I thought it was significant, but <laughs> did you lose body weight? Yeah, I lost a little bit of body weight, but uh, non a non statistically significant amount of fat. Right, and um, but my strength stayed the same. And you know, after twelve weeks on a on a on a low carb diet, you might might have thought your str- your strength might drop, but mm. mine mine didn't. So there you go. And going back to training, how how sort of mentioned before that, like, do I up my reps? Do I make it more of a sort of cardio workout? Would you actually recommend that people shift into more strength-based stuff when they're on when they're cutting like actually dropping the reps down and 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 trying to actually get stronger and uh, still in that hypertrophy range yeah i would i just probably wouldn't go for you know pb one rep maxes or anything like that while you're on a calorie deficit you're probably not gonna not gonna get it yeah right yeah um and yeah there's one more thing that we didn't really talk about but it's super important mm-hmm. sleep you know, oh, we yeah. never give. Sleep. We always forget sleep. We never give sleep enough kudos over here, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, sleep is super important if you want to um, um, preserve your your muscle mass while you're losing fat. It's, mm-hmm. it's super important to. There's to a direct relationship between appetite and sleep too, isn't there? Yep. Um, 
well, a lot of your hormones, you know, is related to um, your quality of sleep and your, mm-hmm. even your quantity of sleep. Yeah. So, nice. yeah, can't, can't forget the hormones. They're Sleep's very important. important. Another good thing that I will mention, as I mention every week, and I'm being on the other side of this topic this time, is alcohol. Alcohol is not good for weight loss, and I would suggest anyone who's cutting, stay away from it. Yeah, I would cut, agree. Cut it down a bit, because I've, I've noticed whenever I'm trying to cut and I'm going out and getting on the beers every weekend, doesn't help. It's, yeah. it's high calories. Yeah. yeah. A, a, a lot of people carbs. don't realize that it's not just carbs and, and stuff in alcohol. Alcohol itself has calories, you know. Um, even if you're drinking a vodka soda lime, which a lot of people think, oh, yeah, Delicious. no sugar in this bad boy, you know, mm. it's a little bit of calories in the vodka. So. And it's the alcohol itself that actually affects your liver, which... But isn't your liver trying to metabolize the alcohol first? Like, if you have... And that's why it's bad to eat, like, a high-calorie meal when you're drinking as well. Yeah, but, you know, if you think about it, like, if you step back from everything and think about it on, like, a weekly um, view, you know, your week has now added this ex- this many extra calories. Mm. And, you know, extrapolate that to, yeah, how many extra calories do you get from alcohol? You don't know, and people don't notice it because yeah. they're drinking and they might have a couple of drinks a night or a binge night on a weekend. And if you actually monitored the amount of calories that you're consuming, it, it, you'd uh, be scared. By I'd it. be scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that never gets into the, into the fitness app. <laughs> <laughs> what are some um, common mistakes for people that are um, trying to lose body fat but maintain muscle? Probably, I would say, you know, what we touched on, not getting enough protein, probably a big one. Um, I reckon eating too little as well. People go too extreme straight up front. Yeah. They want to see results quick. It's, it's, it shouldn't be a quick process if maintaining muscle or gaining muscle is your is is one of the goals as well yeah and if you want to stick to a, a like a what an appetite or something if you want to stick to whatever plan you're doing if you're doing it so it's so impossible to stick to that's not yeah. going to work just you eat to, what you're currently eating yeah. Yeah. reduce the portion sizes slightly mm-hmm. on carbs and fats you i mean it's it. not you rocket can, science you can have the 100 percent best diet but if you're only sticking to it you know 10 percent of the time because it's so hard then you know it's not not even as good as you know a 70 percent diet that you stick to 100 percent of the time mm. you can have an amazing diet too that might you may be eating all clean organic foods but you're still in calorie surplus mm. yeah so it's um yeah it, it comes down to calories in calories out um, I would only recommend introducing cardiovascular training do cardio anyway just for general health but I wouldn't go and actively do more cardio to lose body fat unless you hit sort of plateaus in, in, in your weight loss. Yeah. So if you're just doing weight training and a couple of cardio sessions a week, I wouldn't recommend going out and doing cardio every day. Hmm. Um, bodybuilders do it um, because they generally want to – they do a weight cut over sort of 10 to 12 weeks. But if you've got longer and you're not on anabolic steroids – yeah. Then um, just stick to your current training program and just slightly modify your nutrition. Big big muscles are inefficient for long steady state cardio. Look at all the best marathon runners in the mm. world. You know, it looks like they're half skeleton. Yeah, and and you look at sort of competitive bodybuilders. I know the natural ones. Um, they're all doing long form, low intensity cardio. It's probably not the best approach. Mm. I, I remember when I used to compete, I I would do sixteen minute hit sessions. Yeah. And just yeah, one of um one of the ways that's been proposed over the year to gain muscle uh, and lose fat at the same time is my favorite thing: sprinting. You know, it's a very anabolic. Is that your favorite thing? You got problems if sprinting is your favorite thing. I don't know. It's maybe. one of yeah. How Run, long's been running since you away sprinted? from my problems? So. <laughs> 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 um, but um, it's actually been a few weeks since I sprinted. But um, 
Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, it's in a very anabolic environment and you look mm. at the best sprinters in the world, jacked they're, and lean. They're all jacked and lean. Look at Ben Johnson. Look at Carl Lewis. Look at all these. Stop, oh. stop naming the drug okay. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Lewis never got caught. Yeah, but. These are all old school names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, they are. They're all jacked. Yeah. And, and, and even like um, sprint cyclists and those guys, they've, they've got giant legs and. Yeah. There is, yeah, they can put on muscle while while performing cardio workouts, but it's it's generally that sort of more sprint-based, shorter form stuff, yeah? Yeah. Higher intensity. Probably a few more studies, you know, to, to be done to prove it, but um, yeah, I think, mm. it's a, I think it's, a, it's a good way to try. How much weight do you normally lose leading into a powerlifting meet? Um, I don't really try and... Uh, but don't you, you know, have to meet a weight category? Okay, okay. I don't lose a lot of fat. Let's put it that way. Yeah, right. I try and stay a pretty good weight most of the time. But uh, the most I've done, biggest water cut I've done was about um, you know six kilos. Mm-hmm. It's quite a lot. Um, and was that just through the bath? Yeah, through a, through a hot bath. I actually overshot the mark, you know, uh, mm. <laughs> by quite a bit. Um, so I was like uh, almost eighty and went down to like seventy four ish. So right. Yeah. Um, through a hot bath, stop having so- stop having sodium for a few days and um, and not much water. So. And have you done any other cuts just for aesthetic reasons, um, calorie reduction? What um, works for you? Yeah, well, what works for me is I, I, I'm, you know, I'm a bit old school. I do like to to have a, a bit of a bulk in the winter. I like to put on uh, some some muscle and and then shred down. Um, you just flex when you said the word muscle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like instant. Yeah. you know, yeah. to get stronger and in powerlifting, you you want to t- you tend to be in a calorie surplus to to get stronger, which is why you know the the best guys trend tend to look a bit fat but um but that's why i like to you know cut down in between just to maintain my body weight mm. but not really cutting before a comp you know not really losing fat before a comp so you're just doing it calories in calories out yeah pretty much yep so there's no special low carb or fad diets that you're into no but sometimes you know what i do is i just keep my diet the same and just add an additional day of training um mm-hmm. um but you know, consciously try to keep your diet the same because sometimes you might overeat. Yeah. But, you know, that just swings it and put more in your favor of a calorie, calorie deficit. Yeah. Know? Like there's a couple of ways you can do it. You can add add more training as long as it's not sort of overloading your, your program or you can manipulate your nutrition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. What about you, Hal? How did you get so ripped and lean? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. No. Come on, Zion. <laughs> do, you, do you monitor your calories? No, not at all. No, you just sort of go by how hungry you are and yeah. feel. I'm still only 22. How many tubs really of hummus do you eat per week? Hummus. Yeah. Well, I eat lots, but I do plenty of exercise. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm healthy. That's all matters. I, yeah. if, I, if I actually cared that much about what I looked like, I'd probably cut a bit more, but I have too much fun on the weekends to... To worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Live your life. That's <laughs> it. It's, it's finding that balance as well. And as you go through this process of getting leaner, you, I think the biggest thing is that there is a mental battle as well, which we haven't even spoken about. And it's, um, it is just trying to maintain what you're normally doing in life. Don't make your whole life about getting shredded and, and maintaining yeah. this muscle or putting on muscle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not, just be healthy, like you yeah. said. I don't, I don't, I don't train for an aesthetic. I train if anything oh, come to, on. to perform in basketball, and right. that's what I fucking do day. day <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that's that was aggressive. Oh, wow. <laughs> Felt like I just got dunked yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will soon. Anything else? I think that's um. I think that's about it. 
pretty quite pretty quick first. summary. Yeah, maybe just some Masashi quote. Oh, hit to, us with it. To end the day. You got one? Yeah, so I just read it on my phone. <laughs> uh, to win any battle, you must fight as if you are already dead. Haven't you already said that one? No, you just said it. I just said it before, before. the podcast. Uh, I feel like you've said that before. No, no, to win no. any battle, you must fight as if you are already dead. How are you going to apply that to shredding? I don't know. I can't. Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good quote, though. Yeah. It's a bit of a reckless quote, though. It well, is. it is. But, you know, you must, uh, yeah. I guess you must go into things, you know, um, knowing with the, with the worst case be. scenario yeah. that, you know, you might lose some muscle. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, you, you might there at the end go. of the shred. At the end of the shred, you might you might have to sacrifice some muscle, you know. So I would say, assume you're going to lose some muscle. Yeah. yeah so That's you know, you, to win part. the battle of the shred, you must fight as if you're already dead, and as if you already have to sacrifice some muscle. As if you're wow. already shred. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he wrote all these quotes specifically just for our podcast topics. Yeah. I they just watched um, the Age of Samurai on Netflix. I've, I saw the trailer. I want to watch it. I'm keen. So it's all about the Japanese. It's more about the shoguns and things. So Musashi doesn't actually feature doesn't in it. Doesn't even get a look in. Nah. Was it prior to Musashi? No, no. It had. Um, uh, Did he get a reference at least? Not really. Uh, I think he'll probably be in season two where they focus on the real warriors. But uh, no. this is more about like the battle tactics and stuff. So. Right. He's a season two character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's. Uh, Excellent. All right. Another another topic down. If you've got any topic qu- questions or you want to check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere good podcasts are, you can leave a comment or leave a review and we'll flick you out a free T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Any questions, you can send through to podcasts at masashi.com. Yeah, you got it this way. Yeah. Um, otherwise, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Masashi out. Out. Uh.